So I want to just say welcome. Welcome to worship with a few guests that we have this morning. We're so glad that everybody can join us. Uh, today we celebrate our grads and even though we can't be with them as we long to, even though they're not physically in our midst, uh, we do get to wrap them up in their quilts and we also today are giving thanks for the work of teachers and of students as the school year comes to a close. Uh, we'll begin with our call to worship and your response is, this is based on our scripture reading from 2 Corinthians today, your response is, so we do not lose heart. By God's mercy, we are engaged in a common ministry, a ministry of love, and justice in the way of Jesus. So we do not lose heart. We see in each one the image of God, and we feel in the gathering of community the breath of God. So we do not lose heart. We have the light of Christ within us and the body of Christ surrounding us, sometimes literally on our screens, the body of Christ. And so we do not lose heart. Let us worship God in joy and in justice. And we'll begin with singing. We're going to sing all five verses this morning of Be Thou My Vision. So um, please join me. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me, save that thou art. Thou my best thought, by day or by night. Waking or sleeping, thy presence my light. Be thou my wisdom, be thou my true word. I ever with thee, and thou with me, Lord. Thou my great father, thy child may I be. Thou in me dwelling, and I one with thee. Be thou my buckler, my sword for the fight. Be thou my dignity, thou my delight. Thou my soul shelter, thou my high tower. Raise thou me heavenward, O power of my power. Riches I heed not, nor vain empty praise. Thou mine inheritance, now and always. Thou and thou only, first in my heart. High King of heaven, my treasure thou art. High King of heaven, when victory is won, may I reach heaven's joys, O bright heaven's sun. Heart of my heart, whatever befall, still be my vision, O ruler of all. Oh, I don't know about all of you, but that is one of my favorites in the hymnal, and it was delightful to be able to sing harmony with you, Robin. So good. I look forward to the day when we can do that in person. We light our peace candle each week to recognize that we both witness to and participate in God's vision for a just peace for all of creation. Today, as I light our candle this Sunday, and when we're celebrating our students and teachers, I give thanks for the lives of Black teachers and Black students in our school system. Even as Seattle Public Schools has put a pause on police in schools for this year, 
I pray for and I advocate for and with students of Seattle to end the police relationship to our schools. I pray for a repentance that leads to restorative justice and for resources that may be directed into promoting and encouraging Black excellence and scholarship. And together we pray. We long for a just peace. We pray for a just peace and we choose to live for a just peace. Peace be with you and also with you. Uh, for our children's time today, uh, I'm gonna share a video. It's still a book, but it is a video of me reading this book because I thought maybe the video would be clearer that way. Um, when I read the scripture for this morning, one of the things that, uh, that caught me, and you'll hear it when uh, the Kellogg-Kelly family reads it in just a little while, one of the things that caught me was the line that was written by Paul to a church that he loved in Corinth. He wrote, God once said, let the light shine out of the darkness. And this is the same God who made the light of Christ to shine in our hearts. When I read that about the light of Christ shining in our hearts, I thought about this book called When God Made Light and the light that shines inside each of us. So I'm going to actually I'm going to stop share so that I can make sure that the sound and the video are going to work correctly. So I hope that you see where the light of God is shining in the little ones who are in this book and also in each of you. And we'll read this especially as a blessing for the ones who are graduating today. When God Made Light by Matthew Paul Turner Illustrated by David Capro. That's what God said. The light began shining and started to spread. It flickered and dashed. It blinked and it flashed. It poured like spill. It bolted and splashed. Light glared and it glimmered. It flared and it sparked. And wherever light shines, Dark stopped being dark. In the beginning, space became bright, because God filled it with twinkles of yellowy white. Brilliant stars gleamed, swirls of light streamed. In that once empty space, a galaxy beamed. light a universe lit up a dazzling display of big shiny stuff and all that light every bright golden hue is the very same light God put inside you now God made the Sun to light up our days to cover our planet with life-filled rays to make summers warm and winters not too hot. To help flowers bloom and turn wheat fields to gold. To burst in the morning at the first crack of dawn. To rise up slowly and beam across lawns. And when the sun shines, here's what you should do. Go run and have fun, play a game, maybe two. Go skipping or flipping or down a slide, slipping. Or if it's too hot, in a pool, just go dipping.
dance in the grass, go climb in the trees, build castles with sand, face the wind, feel its breeze. Eat berries and cherries in a patch, pick strawberries, or whistle out loud with a cloud of canaries. And once in a while when the playing is gone, done, look up in the sky and thank God for the sun. And when the light fades and a day ends too soon, wave goodbye to the sun and hello to the moon. Yes, God made the moon to brighten skies night, to reflect the sun's shine and be our world's night light. But beneath a dark sky, there are things you can do. Just bring mommy or daddy and a flashlight or two. Raise a tent and go camping or through the woods tramping, romping and stomping on pads made for tramping. Catch fireflies in jars, go gazing at stars. Try counting and seeing how many there are. See constellations, shapes and formations, find a lion or bear amid heaven's creations. Sing songs round campfires, make marshmallow s'mores, let grandpa tell stories, wage flashlight wars. Now, when God made light, God made all different kinds. Some sparkles, some flares, but all light shines. It flashes in bolts when lightning is crashing or bursts through the sky when a comet is dashing. And if you ever feel scared in the darkness of night, remember the shadows are no match for God's light to climb into bed, sleep soundly and dream, and know that inside you, God's glow is a gleam. Because you're just like the sun and the moon in the sky, as lustrous as twinkles that dazzle the eye. You're as splendid as lightning when it flashes so bright. Because on the day you were born, God said, let there be light. So, beam like a star, beam like the sun, glimmer like a star, and wherever you go, dark will stop being dark. Shimmer and shine, be a beacon so bright, because when God made you, child God made light. when the worship leader is also the tech person. A few bumps along the way. Oh, I'm getting a message that my speaker is not working. Is that right? Am I, feel, am I sounding a little crackly? The video playback was a little bit crackly, but I was able to hear the content. But now is my speaker a little bit crackly? No. Okay, everybody's shaking their heads. Okay, I have a little pop-up on my screen that says my speaker is not working. So let me know, because I can still hear everybody just fine. Uh, our scripture this morning is from 2 Corinthians 4, and I'm going to turn it over to the Kellogg Kellys to read our scripture this morning. 2 Corinthians 4, 1 to 18. Therefore, since it is by God's mercy that we are engaged in this ministry, we do not lose heart. We have renounced the shameful things that one hides. We refuse to practice cunning or to falsify God's word. But by the open statement of the truth, we commend ourselves to the conscience of everyone in the sight of God. 
And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For we do not proclaim ourselves. We proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as your slaves for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who said, let light shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in clay jars, so that it may be made clear that this extraordinary power belongs to God and does not come from us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus always may also be made visible in our bodies. For while we live, we are always being given up to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus may be made visible in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you. But just as we have the same spirit of faith that is in accordance with Scripture, I believed and so I spoke, we also believe and so we speak because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and will bring us with you into his presence. Yes, everything is for your sake, so that grace, as it extends to more and more people, may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. So we do not lose heart. Even though our outer nature is wasting away, our inner nature is being renewed day by day. For this slight momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all measure because we look not at what can be seen, but at what cannot be seen. For what can be seen is temporary, but what cannot be seen is eternal. For the word of God in scripture, for the word of God among us, and for the word of God within us. Thanks be to God. Thanks. I think we need to sing again. We're going to sing through three times. We will follow. We will follow Jesus. And you can sing in Zulu if you want. Um, I'm not. I'm going to sing in English. We will follow. We will follow Jesus. We will follow everywhere he goes. We will follow, we will follow Jesus. Everywhere he goes, we will follow. We will follow, we will follow Jesus. We will follow everywhere he goes. We will follow, we will follow Jesus. Everywhere he goes, we will follow. We will follow, we will follow Jesus. We will follow everywhere he goes. We will follow, we will follow Jesus. Everywhere he goes, we will follow. I have a message this morning very specifically for our graduates <clears throat> but it is a message that i think translates very well so i invite everyone to listen in um, because it is of course not just for our graduates um, one of the things that stood out to me in this passage um, this portion of corinthians paul's letters to the church at corinth was the phrase do not lose heart, which of course we already said as part of our call to worship. And part of why it st stood out to me is because it's repeated twice um, in this relatively short section of the letter, do not lose heart. And so that is, that is the heart, <laughs> heart of my message um, to the graduates this morning. Do not lose heart until you do. 
because you will. You will lose heart. You will lose heart a thousand times and then a thousand times more. And this world that you're living in, I don't need to be the one to tell you, you already know, um, but it will only accumulate as the years pass underfoot. This world will break your heart in a million different ways. Do not lose heart until you do, because you will. So I think the trick in the midst of that reality, which, which may at first sound grim, I think the trick is to keep finding your way back to your heart, because you'll do that too, a thousand times and then a thousand times more. Keep finding your way back to your heart. And part of how you do that, part of what Paul alludes to in this letter, is by um, returning to your unique treasuredness. So the treasure that you have been given that is unique in this world, your belovedness by God and um, your specific call and capacity in this world, return to your treasuredness and return to your collective power with your comrades and your co-conspirators for God's justice and joy in this world. Again, news alert, there is nothing normal about your graduation at this time in the world. I'm sure I'm the first one to have that thought and to tell you, there is nothing normal about your graduation experience this year. Um, you're graduating in the midst of a global pandemic. Um, you are graduating in the midst of an uprising for black lives and a revolution for collective liberation that is just sweeping our city and our country and even the world. And these two things, the pandemic and the movement, um, are not separate, of course, because part of what we have seen and learned through this experience of COVID-19, it's revealed deep inequities that are endemic to our structures in this world. And so our experience of these two huge national and global crises, which are of course also opportunities, these, our experience of these two are completely entwined with one another. And one of the things that um, many of us are noticing and learning, and you probably have too, um, from both of these, is that our collective liberation is indeed collective. There's incredible power in the community coming together to protect and care for one another. It's breathtaking. It's breathtaking to watch. And if you have lost heart, these powerful images of the collective coming around to care and protect one another, care for and protect one another, it may just restore your heart. There's nothing normal about this time. And that's partly because it's revealing how starkly, um, it's revealing in stark ways how it was never normal, or at least what we thought was normal was never just. Um, it was brutal and it was death dealing to many. I hope, graduates, that in these years of being church together, being community together, I hope that our collective proclamations, that our proclamations together of a of God's vision for a just peace for all creation, I pray that those proclamations will ring in your ears and in your hearts for all your days to come, for a lifetime. And I pray um, that, that those reverberations will help you wherever you are to listen deeply for your own unique calling and capacity to participate in God's liberating vision because you are uniquely called and gifted to participate in God's liberating vision. And I pray that wherever you are, that you will find your people, that you will find communities of faith and circles of liberation where you will listen together as a community, as a body to your collective calling, because we, we are indeed uniquely 
gifted and called to show up in these movements. We are called and um, to live God's liberating vision of justice and peace for all peoples and for all creation. I pray that you will listen deeply for your own calling and that you will find your peoples, your communities of faith in which you can listen together. Um, what, this might be silly, whatever. You'll pro this is probably the only piece you'll remember. Um, I hope that you will take the best of your tradition and make it better. Um, so here's the example. I was at a campfire on Friday night. I introduced some friends of mine to pudgy pies, which is something that I grew up with. Pudgy pie irons, where you make the little like sandwiches with like the hot pizza stuff in the middle. Well, when I was young growing up, the dessert pudgy pies were um, cans of cherry pie filling inside the pudgy pie. And then you put it over the fire and it gets warm and gooey and delicious. But it's also canned cherry pie filling. Um, so this year, uh, Collectively, we imagined um, Nutella, peanut butter, chocolate chunks, bananas, and fresh, fresh strawberries from the Skagit Valley. The strawberries right now are amazing. And we put all those inside, not just sandwich bread, but Macrina Bakery cinnamon swirl brioche bread. Now I am going to tell you that we took a piece of my tradition and we made it infinitely more tasty <laughs> it was like a revelation so graduates take the best of your faith tradition take the best of what you have learned and experienced in this community and make it infinitely more tasty as you respond to the world around you so do not lose heart do not lose heart <laughs> Until you do, because you will. A thousand times and then a thousand times more. This world is going to break your heart in a million different ways. But the trick, the trick is also my blessing for you. My blessing is may you keep finding your way back to your heart. May you keep finding your way back to your own unique treasuredness and belovedness in the sight of God. May you keep finding your way back to the collective power of comrades and co-conspirators for God's justice and God's peace. May you take the best of what you have received here and make it infinitely more tasty. May it be so. Amen and amen. Uh, we will be hearing layers of blessings, grads, you're, you're going to have blessing upon blessing heaped on you. Uh, and by the way, the graduates that we are celebrating this morning are Sage and Sam and Rose and Ruth. And we have been grateful to have them in our community. And uh, the first blessing that we, they will receive is a, some recorded blessings from mentors and youth leaders from our congregation. Um, and then after we, after we see and hear that recorded message, grads, you will be invited to tell us something. Um, the invitation is to tell us something that you're particularly proud of or that, you know, excited about, about this time of graduation. And then also let us know where you're headed, where we are blessing you to. Um, and, uh, and so we'll be able to hear a little bit from our grads too. So first, this blessing from mentors and leaders. Graduates, today we celebrate your accomplishments as members of our SMC community. We offer you a blessing of goodwill and love as you journey forth into the world. We thank you for the laughter and the fellowship that you've shared with us along the way. And we pray that as you begin this next part of your journey, that you will remember the things that this community has shared with you. May your memory of this faith community be a beacon to guide you on your path. Continuing forward, may those memories aid you in creating a new path. We pray that God will give you strength and determination to develop new relationships that will help to strengthen and sustain your faith. You are made in the image of God, blessed with intellect and creativity and freedom of choice. As you move into adulthood, we pray that you will be filled with wisdom and counsel. 
May God's spirit of discernment fill you when there are hard decisions to make. We send you forth with all of our love, all of our faith, all of our perseverance, and all of our support. When you face difficulty and challenges, know that you are beloved by this community of faith and the God who loves you. As we release you into the world, may you find the calling that God has for you. May you look to God to find where the gifts that are in you meet the needs of God's people and of creation. Just as Jesus commissioned the disciples to go out and be his followers in the world, so do we commission you to do the same through the way you live your life. In your life as a disciple, may you seek justice and mercy, walking humbly in the way of Jesus. May the light of God's love and justice shine through you. Grads, we are grateful to have had you in our SMC family and to have been able to call you ours. And as you go from here, we will continue to call you ours because you are ours. We bless you and we bless you and we bless you. And so we send you. And so Sage and Sam and Rose and Ruth, all of whom were born within days of each other, 18 years ago, 18 and a half-ish years ago. Uh, we're just so excited to bless you as a community. And now uh, we've reached this critical point in, in your lives, this transition point about which, as Megan said, and everybody has said, nothing is normal. Um, and we're going to release you into the world in a new way as adults. And we are curious to know, uh, in no particular order, whoever's ready to go first can unmute yourself and jump in. What are we sending you to? Um, and what can we celebrate with you? I'm just going to say, Sam, you can go first, and then you can invite the next person. How about that? All right, uh, so I'm going to George Fox University um, in Newburgh, Oregon. Uh, I plan to major in international studies, um, possibly like a peace and conflict resolution minor. So yeah, that's, that's sort of my plan. Well, I'll just then call on, we're so proud of you, Sam. Uh, I will call on Ruth next. I'm taking you as you appear on my own screen. Hello, um, so I'm going to Wazoo next year, um, and I'm probably going to major in journalism, um, which I find myself especially convicted to do, uh, or with more conviction, not convicted, uh, <laughs> because of how I've seen media representation of uh, the movement for Black Lives in the last few weeks. Um, I've been, to be honest, quite disappointed with it, so that's kind of, um, yeah, I, I would love your blessings in, uh, my as I move to do that. Thank you. I actually don't see either of them on my screen, but how about Sage? You go next. So next year I'll be at Goshen and I will probably be studying environmental science as well as participating in the music department. So yeah. I see lots of, uh, of hand waving, which indicates our pride and excitement. Rose, I don't see you. Are you there? Yes. I am. Um, I will be going to Western Washington University next year, and I will be studying secondary education and English and potentially education policy. Oh, so many hand waves and finger wiggles. For all of you, we're so, so proud. Uh, and congregation, this is the moment when we get to virtually lay hands of blessing on these grads as they go from us and into the world, taking a piece of us with them. Um, they are already accomplishing great things in this world, and we bless them on their way to do even more. And we'll wrap them virtually in their comforters which is our physical way of offering a blessing to send with them. Um, and again, I think we'll just go in the same order. Um, we're going to ask you, 
um, parents and families of graduates to, to unwrap those quilts. And then you're gonna have to talk so that we can hear you. Everybody put your speaker view on because that's how we're gonna be able to see those quilts nice and big. I see that Rex is like taking it out of the bag. All righty, well, here we go. Just cover Sam's face right up so that we can see that. Yeah. Cool. Ooh. Yeah. He's gone. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Thank you for taking such good care of our boy and helping him become the man he is. Okay, you just can wrap right up there, and then we'll ask that Ruth's family can do the same to. to so All right. Okay, they got us unmuted. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wow. It's a gorgeous <laughs> green and yellow smile yeah, from God. Yeah. Thank you. There it is. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. Church. It's beautiful. We love it. We love it. We love it. Uh, can we see sages? Okay. <laughs> so we have to speak so that we show up here. Yeah. They say stand up. Oh. Stand up. Okay. So, lots of glorious <laughs> colors. All of Sage's <laughs> favorites, apparently. Teal, lime green, and magenta. You didn't wrap it very well. That is your blessing. You need to leave it on you. Oh, blessing. That's the blessing quilt. I can remember when Sage's favorite color was definitely yellow. Everything was yellow. And I see Rose and her family. Is there a quilt back there, Rose? Yep. Let's wrap her in it now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yep, right on. Wrapped up in your congregation's love. Yep. You won't be able to breathe. We bless you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, families, as you, uh, as I do, a, offer a prayer of blessing. I invite you to lay your hands on your graduating student and congregation. Um, Pastor Megan is going to put uh, some words of blessing that I'll invite you to speak with me and then I will conclude in a blessing prayer. So everybody might mute yourselves again, although it wouldn't be terrible to hear our parents offering uh, offering blessing, but it might be a little confusing. So you should see those, those prayer, that prayer of blessing in your chat. Um, and if you would like to congregation, you may also hold up your hands in blessing. May God walk with you and may you walk with God. May God grant you wisdom and courage, strength and patience, hope and grace. Creator God, these young people have reached a milestone marking a turning point in their lives. And at this moment, they can stop for a brief time to breathe and reflect and look into the future. God, we thank you for this moment. And we remember with gratitude the years that Sam and Rose and Sage and Ruth have spent in school the accomplishments and the projects and the music and the athletics and the mountains climbed and the awards and the field trips and the volunteer work. We remember all of it with gratitude. And we even remember and thank you for the bad days and the busy schedules and the difficult assignments, knowing that those things too have formed these youth. In the terror and the anticipation of the days to come and the next few years, God, keep close to these young people. They will need you every step of the way. Ruth, Sam, Sage, and Rose, you are released to follow Jesus as adults. But with the support of this congregation behind you to surround you and uphold you, 
and your comforter will be a reminder of the love of this community for you. And now, Megan, I am going to invite you to unmute so everybody can woohoo and applaud and say congratulations. You have to do it yourselves. It does not give me the unmute goal option. Okay, now I'm going to mute. Maybe. Oh, oh, unmute. If uh, if you can't, if you haven't been muted, just make sure that that microphone is on again and we'll continue our worship with a time of prayer. Good morning, family of faith. It's good to be with you and to continue in a spirit of prayer and blessing. I would invite you to use the chat for prayers that you are bringing that I may include as well. Let's pray. Creating God, you molded and made each one of us ordinary, fragile, beautiful, and strong. We give thanks that within us we carry the treasure of your love for us and that your love can be poured out to all people. Fill us this day with the knowledge of your presence as we pray. In these final days of school, we give thanks for teachers who daily pour out their love and attention to their students. We give thanks for the ways teachers have been flexible, adaptable, and attentive in these demanding online times. We pray that in the months of summer that they will find some rest and restoration. And we give thanks for those in our congregation who nurtured and cared for the children of Seattle Mennonite Church. And Creator, we give thanks for all our students who remember, remembered our high school graduates in a special way today, but we also bless college and grad school graduates. We remember especially Nia and Chris, Christy and give thanks mm -hmm. for their years of hard work and study. We bless them as they discern next steps and seek to follow your calling in their lives. As the school year closes with none of the usual markers of completion, we pray that our students will feel the sense of accomplishment that comes with completion. We give thanks for the learning and growth that our students experience. We pray a special blessing on those who are graduating from school or from college or making a transition into a level of education. And go with our students into the strange experience of a COVID summer. In a time when black lives are under the spotlight, we pray especially for black students in Seattle and in our nation. We pray that the momentum begun in this moment will continue to have meaning as students return to school in the fall. We pray that black students will return to schools that have increased funding and resources to support their learning, that they will be empowered as learners and experience environments in which their intelligence and wisdom is not questioned. May we be a part of a transformation as we advocate for students and educate ourselves. And turning to the chat. Praying with Jennifer Delante today for her father, Hugh, who turned 89 and began his 90th year of life yesterday. Thanks be to God. And thanks also for all the pictures online, Jennifer. From Janet for her sister diagnosed with COVID this week in Phoenix. Thankfully, she is feeling no symptoms so far. Praying with Annalena and Mark for their nephew Magnus and his parents. And for the rough week they've had. With Caitlin and Zach, grateful for more stable blood pressure this week than last week that allows Caitlin to still be pregnant. We're reaching the revised goal of 32 weeks gestation tomorrow. And we'll be very glad to be reaching for the doctor's stretch goal of 34 weeks. 
Everything seems to depend on these blood pressure numbers, so continue to pray that the numbers stay below the danger zone. Pray also for us as we prepare to have a baby in the NICU for a while after birth. From Pastor Megan, giving thanks, gigantic thanks for the amazing quilters in our congregation who made these gorgeous symbols of our prayers and love. And again from Caitlin. Prayers also for her friend Emily, who is 14 weeks pregnant and was diagnosed with COVID this mm -hmm. week. From Beth, for Katie Miller, who also graduates with a double master's degree this month. Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And for Nia graduating with her MSW, mm -hmm. with praying with Sarah Augustine <clears throat> from my community in Yakima County. The workers who are demanding the right to protections at work, the warehouse, the field, the retail workers who fear they are facing a terrible choice to either lose their jobs or risk working in a community that has the highest rate of COVID in the West Coast. And tribal members who face underlying conditions at much higher rates than those in the dominant culture. Praying with Darren. For his father, Earl Kellogg, who is suffering from the latest of many bouts with kidney stones during his life. Oh, I feel with Earl. <laughs> and pray with Andy and Joyce. Continued safe travels for Casey and Andy as they go out on the road as Casey returns to work after six months of rehab from knee surgery. And praying with Larry Howard for Paul Gorgon, who left in comfort to meet his creator while at his brother's home. Thank you, congregation, for bringing your hearts and your prayers into this space before our God who loves us, who is present with us each and every day. And we pray also for these earthen vessels that are our bodies. And we give thanks and ask for the Spirit of God to dwell in us and fill us with love that we may overflow with love and justice into the world, into the week ahead. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We don't want to forget Eva, who is also graduating, but got into that chat a little bit too late. We also celebrate Eva call it graduating from, from UW with a BA in philosophy. Thanks be to God for all of the folks who are graduating and all that they're celebrating and a blessing into the uncertainty of what lies ahead. This week in our um, joint council meeting, our chair, Rebecca invited us to reflect on what rules of giving we're willing to donate or we're willing to break in defense of Black lives. So as we bless our offerings, I ask the question that Rebecca asked to us, what rules of giving are we invited to break in defense of Black lives? What is the check that you can write that will make your hand sweat? I bless the discernment we are doing about our giving. The discernment that is before us as individuals, the discernment that is before us as a congregation. As we are called to put our wealth, our personal wealth, our congregation's wealth, where our convictions are. May God bless this discernment and may God bless all of the giving that we do, personally and as a congregation, that it may build justice in this world. Let's close with a song inviting God to guide our feet. We're going to sing verses one, two, and four. So guide my feet, hold my hand, and I'm your child. Guide my feet while I run this race. Guide my feet while I run. 
guide my feet while I run this race, for I don't want to run this race in vain. Hold my hand while I run this race. Hold my hand while I run this race. Hold my hand while I run this race. For I don't want to run this race in vain. I'm your child while I run this race. I'm your child while I run this race. I'm your child while I run this race, for I don't want to run this race in vain. Friends, do not lose heart until you do, because you will. And when you do, May you find your way back to your heart again and again and again. May you find your way back to your heart by remembering the unique treasure you carry and you are, by remembering the collective power that you hold with your community. Do not lose heart until you do, and then find your way back. May it be so in your life and in my life and in our life together for all of our days to come. Amen. And now may you stay or go in peace, in God's just peace. <laughs> Amen. <laughs>